This is an IELTS Energy Podcast, episode 948, Why Roseched is Elated for a Speaking 7 on IELTS. Welcome to the IELTS Energy Podcast from All Ears English, downloaded more than 18 million times with former IELTS examiner Jessica Beck and Aubrey Carter, the IELTS whiz. If you are stuck with a low score, our insider method will help you get the score you need to unlock your dreams. Get your estimated band score now with our two-minute quiz at allearsenglish.com slash my score. If you've taken IELTS and not got the scores you need, don't give up. Today, you'll meet charming IELTS student Roseched, who nailed her needed scores on her third attempt. Learn valuable inside tips from her for your own IELTS 7 and higher. What defines an advanced English speaker? The ability to not only have interesting conversations with native speakers, but also the ability to be interesting in these conversations. Make an astute observation. Ask good questions. Speak with a confident pitch. These are conversational skills that require a special method and a structured study plan. Join our brand new B2 English fluency course. It's 100% based on interesting, spontaneous, unrehearsed video interviews with native speakers. Real English. Save up to $100 before June 7th and get a free bonus. Go to allearsenglish.com slash B2. That's allearsenglish.com slash letter B number two. IELTS Energy listeners, you are going to hear from a special guest today about getting that magic seven on speaking. Um, hello, special student guest. Can you introduce yourself, please? Hi, I'm Rukhshad Mercado. I'm from Saudi Arabia. I'm oh. working as a nurse here. Okay, awesome. Um, and why did you take the IELTS exam? I'm decided to take IELTS because of my immigration in the United States. They wanted to have uh, uh, IELTS in, especially in my visa, visa screening. Okay. All right. So here's the big question, Rose Ched. All the students are wondering right now. Let's talk specifically about the speaking score. Now, I already said you got a seven recently. What did you get on speaking before? Well, before I took three times, honestly speaking, it was a tear jerking moment in my life to get 6.5 in my two IELTS speaking oh. test. Okay. Oh, that's so frustrating. So you were only half a band away from what you needed. Mm-hmm. Oh yes. my gosh. Okay. So <laughs> let's talk about what what was going on with you that the second time you got your results back and you saw again 6.5 in speaking what what did you think i was so disappointed and poignant and i feel i don't know what to do i i i guess i give my best especially um i did everything like i speak 
long for one minute and I add a lot of vocabularies, but I don't know. Maybe because I need to have some energy like you have said. <laughs> I need to be silly or or sarcastic in every questions. But it's true though. Like if if no. you can you know, showing confidence is a big part of your score really. Like, mm -hmm. I mean, there's the examiner doesn't specifically grade you on confidence. It's not like, Oh, you got a five for confidence. Like, no, of course not. But like, if you can exude confidence, that's going to help your fluency score, your pronunciation score, just like overall impression on the examiner. Um, so, okay. You saw that second time 6.5. What did you do next to try and make that score better? Well, I practice a lot. Really, I really practice a lot. I record myself and I listen to my, to my recording. And I, you know what, honestly speaking, I listen to your, uh, the, the, to the three kids program for four times. So to be able to be confident, yeah, as well as it is super easy to be confident in the front of the examiner, it is, you will give everything you want. Yeah, no, totally. Okay, so let's, let's see if we can think of some specific kinds of advice that our students can take away today from your experience. What do you think made the difference between the 6.5 and 7? Well, I think they need to follow the Tricky's program, be natural, and always smile. Not to mention to listen some podcasts, like I listen a lot in all your ears English, and to broaden my horizon, especially in English, as well as um, you need to be sarcastic and silly, <laughs> or make some jokes so that the examiner will enjoy and they wanted to be conversant at all. Yes, yeah, no, totally. Like, okay, let's think about it. If we're gonna get a seven or higher, we have to show a, a natural fluency, right? So yes. a six is a student, seven and higher is more like a native. Now, how does mm -hmm. a native communicate? in a more relaxed way, right? Like making yeah. fun of yourself, making a joke. Um, yes. You think back to your speaking test that you got a seven. Um, what kind of jokes did you make or like what were you able to laugh about? Can you remember? Yes, before we started the speaking and I asked my examiner to if I need to remove my mask to be able to have an ox oxygen and to have an energy. And yeah. you will see my smiling face because I use my red lipstick and she smiled a lot. <laughs> <laughs> and then and then I I just enjoyed the speaking test. All the time I smiled and then if I feel sad, I yeah, I I will I will show her that I am feel I feel sad. If yes. I feel happy, I will show her that I am elated. Yes, exactly. No, that's okay. This is a really good piece of advice. Like 
yeah, we're going to smile and laugh, but that's not going to be appropriate for every single mm -hmm. answer, right? So yeah. if you are speaking about something serious, about something sad, mm -hmm. just mm -hmm. like Rose Ched said, you guys, you have to show that. Um, like that would be really inappropriate if like in speaking part three, you're talking about um, like children's education not being good enough, right? Like that's not a happy subject. Like you shouldn't be yes. laughing during that answer, right? So oh, that yeah. is such that is such good advice though. Guys, listeners, you have to vary the way that you are communicating. Totally. Um, so were you able to take your mask off on the exam? Did the examiner let you? Yes, because my um, speaking is through Zoom like this. So right. it is safe for the examiner to and for me to remove my mask. <laughs> okay. I Maybe they are afraid in Corona, <laughs> you know? We are okay, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, if, if it's on Zoom, then yeah, for sure. You could take your mask off. Um, okay, so let's think about um, vocabulary. Now, do you have any advice for students on improving their vocabulary to hit that seven or higher? Because guys, the examiner will give you a seven or higher if you show interesting vocabulary. Like that is the key description. That is on the rubric that the examiner looks at. Interesting idiomatic language. So, Rose Chen, how did you actively improve your vocabulary? Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Frankly speaking, English is my Waterloo. That's not my cup of tea. So I <laughs> use vocabulary like... Every day I use it the the academic vocabulary every day. Even I'm I'm talking to the to, to my doctor. So it is easy for us to remember and naturally use that vocabulary if you are using every day. So yeah. every day I'm talking to my co colleagues and my doctors. Okay, like, that's natural. awesome. No, that's fantastic. Um, I mean, that's what we tell students to do, right? Like, you're not going to magically use this vocab on test day if you've never used it before. I mean, yes. like, that's impossible. Um, but a lot of people, even if they do have an opportunity to speak English to someone else, they're, like, embarrassed to try new yes. vocabulary. Um, so, like... What is your advice for those people? I mean, like, how did you have the confidence to, like, take the risk and try out these new phrases with other people? Well, I reckon they need to be natural to use it and always use it every day so that they are familiar in the pronunciation as well. Because if you, you know that, the words but you are not able to produce the perfect pronunciation it it may be uh, lessen your scores to that speaking so sure. i guess need they need also to read a lot of news like or news in, in internet like ccn or every uh, current news around the world 
Yeah, no, totally. So, um, yeah, exactly. Guys, here's like clear cut, right? First step, you have to acquire the vocabulary. You have to have that input. So reading the news, listening to the All Ears English podcast as well as this podcast. So getting the vocabulary. And then step two, use it. <laughs> and guys, like if you don't have anybody to speak to in English, that's okay. Talk to yourself. You have to, however, make yourself use the vocabulary out loud. Um, so the next question that we often get from students is like, what if I'm asked about something I don't know about? And our answer is like, well, that's not an option. Like you have to have ideas for a lot of different topics. So Rose Chet, how did you like gather enough information and ideas to where you could really talk about anything? Well, in my part three, especially that is the toughest uh, speaking part, the part three. Well, yeah. when when she asked me about, I don't know. I I said it like this. Honestly speaking, that's a tough question. Let me think about it. That yes. that is a buying time. So you can think some idea that you can express to the examiner. So she smiles a lot when I I'm buying time, but I use it twice only because maybe they are thinking that. Oh, she's always buying time. So I think that, yeah. that is the best uh, um, advice to the, to the, the, the examinee. The examinee, yes, the examinee or the candidate, exactly. Um, I, I would agree with you 100%. Like, you don't want to um, buy time more than twice. Like, you don't want to appear like you cannot talk about so many things, right? But a couple times, once or twice, is totally natural. Um, like you said, speaking part three, that is the hardest. Guys, like, some of these questions are so weird that nobody talks about them in real life, not even native speakers. So even if a native speaker were trying to answer these questions, he or she would say the same exact thing. Like, okay, so honestly, this is a really weird question. Um, I have never given this any thought before. <laughs> so like, just like Rose Chad said, buy some time, use natural vocabulary, just like a native. And that's communication. That's fluency. And then say anything, like say whatever comes to mind. Okay. That's awesome. Yes, um, that's Rose right. Chad, so um, can you think of one or two things specifically from the study plan in Three Keys IELTS or the lessons in Three Keys IELTS that you feel really pushed your speaking uh, to improve? Well, in my Three Keys program, I always be specific, especially in information. You said that, I, as I mentioned a while ago, you need to be specific and the Trickies is super simple. You can follow the the program or the course all the way through. As well as it it's yeah, it's okay to be silly. So yeah, maybe you need to be natural. It is super simple and it's so super specific. Yes, that yes, that is the number one way to improve your speaking score, guys. 
be specific. Like at like, okay, I've been teaching IELTS forever, right? And I seriously, I would say that is like the most common piece of advice that I tell students is like, you need more examples, you need more details in part one, part two, part three, like every single part. Yeah, totally. Okay, that's awesome. Um, all right, Rose Chen. So now that you are done with IELTS, what does this mean for you and your life? What are the next steps that you get to take now that IELTS is in the past? Well, my agency was able to process my visa and I'm still waiting for the approval. So I feel so happy and elated and I, on, I feel that I am in st static right now, although that it is uh, last week that I received the score. So yeah. it is super, super nice to feel like I am free yes. from IELTS. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> no, totally. Um, yeah, I want to point out some great vocab that Rose Chad just used, guys, that hopefully you can use when you get your amazing IELTS results. To describe feeling super, super happy, you can say ecstatic or elated. So those are two great adjectives that Rose Ched just used. Um, yeah, for sure. Like free from IELTS. That is everybody's goal. And you have that relief, that elation right now. Like even a week later, you're like, oh my God, like I'm so happy. Okay, that's awesome. Um, guys, if you would like access to the same strategies that helped Rose Shed become free of IELTS, break those <laughs> IELTS shackles and chains, um, check out our course, guys. Go to allearsenglish.com slash K-E-Y-S. Um, guys, this is also going to be on YouTube, and Rose Shed just gave a thumbs up. So you can watch the video on YouTube. It's super commendable. Yes. Awesome. Thanks, Rose Chen. Thank you so much Thank for taking you. the time to share your advice with us today. Thank you. All right. Have a great day. Bye. Bye. God bless. Thanks for listening to IELTS Energy. Hit subscribe now and don't forget to find your estimated band score at allearsenglish.com slash my score. An official message from Medicare. A new law is helping me save more money on prescription drug costs. Maybe you can save too. With Medicare's Extra Help program, my premium is zero and my out-of-pocket costs are low. Who should apply? Single people making less than $23,000 a year or married couples who make less than $31,000 a year. Even if you don't think you qualify, it pays to find out. Go to ssa.gov extra help. Paid for by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services.